G'day punters and welcome back to another Black Bookers podcast here where we're going to look back at the meetings um, across the states on the 30th of Jan. Uh, had a good day there Sunday if you're following along at Hoag's Mail on Twitter. We had a little Sunday multi, uh, Teremaya, Tarkula, Diva into Ginger, Senorita uh, at Bunbury there. Uh, luckily just got in the last race at Bunbury um, to get the multi up. Unfortunately, I just had Ginger Senorita the place end up winning. Um, if it had a taken on the win, multi would have paid around 50 bucks. Um, instead, just took played the safer option um, in with the placing, um, but still played a decent odds around that sort of $13 mark there. So nice to have that one from one on a Sunday. Also found a few winners off the jump outs this week. Um, Portland Sky had a very impressive jump out. Um, it was a bit of a drift on the day, but one in nice fashion. Ginger Jones was another winner at Caulfield on Saturday. Again, off a very nice jump out leading all the way. Um, and then in the Sunday multi, Terramaya and Tarkula Diva had also jumped out well. So that was a bit of a theme for this week. Um, finding those winners at the jump outs and obviously coming into the autumn period. There'll certainly be a few coming in fresh off jump out. So follow along at Hoag's Mail on Twitter and I'll certainly be sharing my thoughts there if I do like a few at the jump outs first up. But let's get into this review and look at some black bookers on the Caulfield card first. Um, kicking off with race two, um, where Aussie Nugget was just able to arrive on time there over the mile. Um, I think it will likely next start step up in distance and it will certainly be hard to hold out again. Um, you're not going to get any flash odds there. Thinking Fly was very brave out in front. It had the blinkers on, they pushed forward and we certainly saw a good effort by that horse. It was the one out in front, the sitting shot there for Aussie Nugget. Um, Thinking Flies had seven starts now through this prep, so I'm not sure how many times they keep going to the well, um, but that was obviously an improved race performance there, racing forward. But the key black booker out of this race that I want to taking to next start is Independent Road. Um, it was caught three wide, no cover, the first half of the race. Um, eventually then was able to sort of slot in and find some cover, just sort of off pace to midfield position there as the field stretched out with a bit of pace um, out in front. In the straight, just kept working to the line soundly. Um, only finished 1.4 lengths off Aussie Nugget in the end. Um, it's race fit. I think they'll probably try and find another mile race around similar grade, um, maybe just a bit lower. Um, and I think he can certainly be winning. Um, certainly it was a good, tough effort there by Independent Roads. So it's the main one I want to take out of that race. Moving to race four. Um, and we saw the return of Enthar. Very impressive win indeed. Ran the fastest last uh, 400 metres of the whole meeting. Um, the second fastest last 200 metres of the whole meeting. Uh, very impressive. You know, it was barely touched there. Just giving it a little tap with the whip, hands and heels. Um, and very stylish win. So she's obviously going to be very hard to beat going forward. Red hot favourite for the Blue Diamond. Um, obviously, they'll be trying to do the double there with a the slipper as well. 
But in behind their fortunate kiss, um, I think it can certainly be winning an easier assignment. Um, obviously, we're getting to you know the pointy end there of the two-year-old season here in Melbourne, and there's going to be some good races around. But if they just target maybe something a little bit easier away from sort of those top chances, I really like the way this filly stretched out the last 100 metres. Um, really finished off well. It was just a length away from ingratiating. Um, we know ingratiating is a pretty good benchmark with form around finance tycoon and also uh, General Bo, um, who won on Australia Day there. So... I think she certainly made a good debut there and I'll be keen to see where she goes to next. In race five, as mentioned, Portland Sky, um, good winner on the day, was a big fan of the jump out, um, one of the best I've sort of seen there. It, there was a, back in the spring, Balanipatina um, was also a super jump out and when, when it won, um, those are probably some of the two of the best jump outs I've seen. So it was good to see um, that was able to bring it to race day. It was a great ride, taking the initiative, dictating in front, and then just proving too nippy there um, in that small field. ASAR was certainly solid. Um, it had no public jump out, so for it to stick on for second, um, I certainly thought it raced well. Tagaloa's an interesting one. Um, it was caught three wide, no cover there, but... You know, a lot of people kick up a stink over those rides, but at Caulfield, it's just one big, long, straight run um, over those sprint trips, and you only hit one bend, and then you're in the straight again. So it's actually not that hard to sit three wide at Caulfield um, over the 1,000, 1,100, or 1,200 metres. Uh, it's just one big, long, straight run. This horse just always seems to hit a flat spot prior to cornering. Um, saw it happen last year as well, so just not sure what they can do to sort of sharpen him up. Um, yeah, so we're interested to see what they do with Tagaloa this prep and if it can sort of pinch um, a nice race. Always very honest, sort of was coming back again on the line. It's just when it hits that flat spot and just makes no ground. But we'll see where they go to next there. In race six, um, the other winner on the day, Ginger Jones. Um, this one was well supported, unlike Portland Sky off that jump out where it sort of led all the way and won. It was a little wayward in the straight. I um, wanted to lay out so they might try and put some headgear or something on there. Um, but it was a very good, strong win and return there first up. Um, it's certainly shown a bit of talent um, in the past. So I think it can certainly... Uh, be winning again this prep for sure and happy to keep following it going forward in race seven uh, we had the more longer event of the day there where long arm missed the start just bounded there ended up settling last where it has sort of been taking up a position near pace there to start prior um, but once it sort of Ended up last. It was just able to stalk you, long captain, everywhere that it went and just got the nose down on the line to get the win there. So it was good to see it show some versatility today coming from last um, over that sort of longer trip. Um, so this horse certainly has a fair bit of talent. You know, it's having its first Oz prep here. These horses usually can improve again with another prep. So Certainly look to have um, a handy one there, the Galagotuses. Classic Weiwei um, was stepping up in grade and was a super brave effort there. 
um, sitting three wide, no cover the whole trip, providing sort of cover for those top two horses in, beto- in behind, you long captain and long arm. Um, kept working really soundly. It was only beaten 2.1 lengths. Um, went deep into a preparation last prep, had many runs. So it can certainly run well again if it's well placed. So classic way away goes into the black book. Another one out of this race is Rudimental. Hatch uh, didn't show much in its first two runs um, in its Oz campaign, but showed something today, certainly. Jumped quite well, um, was off pace early, but in running, just got shuffled back um, gradually throughout. And on the final bend, it was actually near last. Um, had to make a bit of a weaving run through the field um, and was really good to the line there. So it may have just hit some race fitness now um, and it could certainly be ready to win next start. Uh, so rudimental, classic way away, probably the two key black bookers out of that race. In race eight, Silent Sovereign um, was a very impressive return here. First up over the 1400 meters, will definitely be better suited over longer. Um, So she looks like she can certainly be followed throughout this prep. Uh, Maxi Mac was a bet on the day, um, was making up some good ground late, um, and then just sort of ran into a dead end there in the last 50 meters. So they might possibly step up to a mile next start, or they might just stay this 1400 meter range one more time. Um, But it certainly could have maybe finished a bit closer. Uh, there, so it's one that I've thrown in the black book to continue to follow. But the big run in this race had to be Need New Friends. Um, it's only a, a little horse, but wow, super tough effort today. Just gives her all today. She sat three wide, no cover the whole trip, and was only swamped late by Silent Sovereign, uh, who was able to pinch it there. Need New Friends has already had four runs, so not sure how long they keep going in this prep with only a small little mare, um, but it was certainly a brave effort today off a nice run there prior, and, and he's starting to have a bit of a nice prep there. So obviously a mare in form, um, and always like to continue to follow those mares. And the final race of the day, obviously all the controversy was around defibrillate, um, and that photo finished there with Hangman. Um, but there definitely was a few nice runs there in behind. Dawson Diva uh, was trapped three wide, no cover the trip, kept working to the line soundly in the straight. Um, in the last 100 metres there, Hangman just sort of laid in and interfered with Dawson Diva. So it lost a little bit of ground, but stuck on well. It's really improved with each run um, each prep now so it certainly looks ready for a bit of a peak effort next start sound was first up today and certainly returned in nice fashion Uh, got shuffled back to last on cornering uh, but then was able to work to the line well in the straight was sort of sneaking through gaps late hitting the line well so really hit form second up last prep um, where it putting a really consistent prep throughout. So I'll be watching closely there where this horse lines up next now that it's got that run under the belt. 
It was the first starter here, having its first Oz run in Blenheim Palace. Um, it led throughout, was first up off a long spell, but it stuck on quite well there in the straight. It was only beaten 1.6 lengths. Uh, I would certainly think that this horse would improve throughout the prep, so it was certainly a nice return there. So that's the key runners out of the Caulfield meeting. Uh, we'll jump across to Rose Hill, uh, where in race two, we saw a bit of the Enthar form there in Mallory step out. Um, it was coming off a nice trial where it just traveled under a hole beautifully. Uh, it lengthened out really nicely late to run down a speedy total babe who was out in front. Mallory certainly looks like she'll appreciate some more ground. I think today was over 1,100 meters, so obviously the 1,200 meters she'll eat up. Um, possibly could even stretch out to a size trip as well. Obviously a rain-affected ground effort today, and that's always handy um, for those Sydney races in the autumn if a horse has some wet form um, showing that they can get through it. So certainly a nice effort by that horse in race two. And the other two-year-old race there, Home Affairs. Um, it's a very expensive colt who was having his first start and was the favourite. Settled second and in the straight, it just ambled up and looked to go on with it, gave a decent kick, but just the last 100 metres, 50 metres was really floundering late in the soft seven ground. Um, I think if we get to a firmer track next start, um, I think we can certainly see an improved effort by this horse. So not giving up on that horse there, Home Affairs. Um, we'll hopefully find a firmer track next start and certainly be hard to run down. In behind, I like the effort of Jarnis. Um, it only had a couple of trials prior to um, today's effort there, but it could certainly be one suited with a bit of a step up in trip next start. Was really picking up ground there the last 100 metres to finish right on the heels of the place getters. Um, just sort of run into a dead end there. So it was a nice return. Not a nice return, but a nice first up run. Um, so it's another one I'll be looking to see where they place next, Janus. In race five, the best bet of the day was Marcinet, um, but unfortunately just got softened up early. Had to do a fair bit of work to actually find the lead. We had Dabari kick up on the inside and put some unexpected speed in the race there. Um, Marcinet was only run down in the last 100 metres and beaten less than a length. Um, so it's finished third three times in a row this prep. Um, you know, the start prior, sat three wide, no cover, the trip um, up there in Queensland, and then first up from a wide barrier, ended up, got schnicked back to last and made up some good ground there. So this horse certainly could do with a bit of a softer run and even luck, and he can certainly be winning. Um, we'll see what odds we pop up next time, but certainly... Um, with that sort of early work, it just sort of told late there. So we map for a nice soft run next start. I uh, certainly think it can be hard to beat and hard to run down. In race seven, Savatiano just was able to dictate control and prove too strong in that sort of soft ground there. Good ride by Huey, just absolutely dominated the race. 
but in behind, colding, uh, it's a horse that you know doesn't really relish that soft ground. So it chased really well to finish a clear second. Um, getting on a bit in age there, colding, but certainly looks to have returned well and you can certainly keep in mind going forward. Um, last prep, it improved significantly, second up off a soft track run, first up where he was just fair. So be keen to see where it goes to next um, with that form it showed last prep. Emeralds was another one, hit the line well there behind Sabatiano to run into third. Uh, this horse won really well second up last prep by a big margin. So has won two out of three second up. He's a horse that does get back. Um, so, you know, sort of be dependent on odds and what sort of value it comes up next start. But with this, you know, third place, he might come up quite short there and a bit under the odds, but does have a super second up record there. Emeralds throwing it in the black book. We'll see where it pops up. And then in the last race, Lillimore, I thought this horse was very brave out in front, leading, um, copped a fair bit of early pressure and had no peace and certainly would have burned a bit more petrol than it would have liked. He's a man that is certainly better on good ground. So today's effort in that soft ground shows that she's certainly in some flying form. You know, she's won two out of three Um in a, out of her recent starts and I'm always happy to follow a mare in form so she's another mare that looks to be racing well um, and if they strike a firmer track next start will certainly give some cheek out in front there heading across now to Morfitt Veal um, in race one there Pim's party uh, just blew the start today unfortunately jumped awkwardly and had to muster a fair bit of early speed to get back in touch with the field um, then once it did you know catch up uh, then started to get over racing a bit as it had to be hustled up to to get in uh, in behind the runners there um, but when it got clear in the straight ran home really well it ran the quickest last 400 meters of the whole meeting um, you know we had behemoth run on the day so to run the quickest last 400 meters is certainly a good effort there um, it was only first up so likely to take some improvement and i'll be certainly following it next start there pim's party Race four, there was a horse called All In War. Um, didn't get the clearest crack um, at the leading pair today. Was in a bit of a buffeting duel till the 200 meter mark. Then wasn't able, you know, to be fully ridden out. Once it did find some clear air, hit the line strongly there. The last four, uh, sorry, 100 meters. Couldn't reel in those leaders, but. You know, certainly hit the line well. The start prior, you know, it made a nice weaving run through the field and was only nabbed late. So this horse is certainly close to a win. Um, certainly we'll watch and see where it pops up next. In race six, uh, Behemoth was a super return by the big boy. Um, very dominant win. Never really looked in doubt there. Raced away from a handy one in Kemal Parza. Um, so I think they're on an all-star mile path there. Um, ran, ran through a couple of races there last prep, winning uh, you know, group one race at Caulfield there. So 
it's certainly a horse that really came of age last prep and can certainly be trusted now. In race eight, um, final black booker there at Morfittville, Cuban tonight. Jumped well, but due to the wide barrier, just had to sneak back, find some cover. A black sail uh, led in the race and just had an absolute picnic out in front there. Cuban tonight had to come widest from that near last position. Ran home really well, ran a really slick last 200 metres. Uh, it can certainly sit handy and next start from a better draw. So it's one that I'm keen to follow after hitting the line well there behind Black Sail. Moving over to the Sunshine Coast, just a couple there up in Queensland in race three um, in the two-year-old event, Glorious Ruby. Uh, showed plenty of speed today. She stayed against the rail um, and won quite comfortably. Uh, nothing wanted to be on the rail all day, so it was certainly inferior ground. So for that horse to keep going and win um, in quite a comfortable manner, I think you can add a little bit of merit to the win. First up, it ran second to Swift Witness, um, who obviously started favourite in that Magic Millions to start prior. So Glorious Ruby looks a real speedy two-year-old that you can certainly follow going forward. And then in race seven, one of the biggest runs all day there um, across all the states was the Cullinan. Um, it was a huge effort, jumped well from a wide barrier, um, but tried to ease back to try and find some cover. Ended up near last, three wide, no cover, until they sort of hit that corner when horses begin to make their runs. Got a little bit of cover there for 100 metres or so maybe, but then had to come widest in the straight. Worked really strongly to the line. Was only beaten 1.1 lengths there. Um, you know, due to that jumping ability um, shown out of the gates, I think it's another one that can certainly sit handier from a better draw. Um, love the effort there from the Cullinan in race seven. And then the final black booker, for the day was out at Ascot, race one, a horse went around drama free, very tough effort out in front leading, had to do plenty of work to find the lead after getting caught wide uh, in the straight, gave a nice kick there, uh, was only beaten half the length on the line. It's still a maiden this horse, but I think he can certainly be breaking its maiden soon. So. That's a summary there of the key black bookers to take out of all the states there on the 30th of January. Um, looking forward, the autumn carnival certainly heating up. We've got some nice races coming up in Melbourne um, and then into the Sydney carnival. So be following along there at Hogsmail. 